listening to CFRC 101.9 FM here in Kingston, and welcome to Screening in Kingston. Okay, and welcome to, I guess this is episode five. Can you believe it? Of it is episode five. is episode five. Episode five. And Taylor is back. Yay! Welcome back. Um, did you see any movies at all during this time when you weren't here and doing things? Well, um, no, I was kind of, I didn't see any movies over Thanksgiving weekend because mm. I was with my fam. But um, I did see Crazy Rich Asians this mm-hmm. week, which yep. we'll talk about. Yep. I did go to the Isabel for a concert the Thursday before Thanksgiving. Yeah, how was that? It was real good, and she is known as the voice, or I guess she's responsible for the theme song of Brave. So there is a a movie connection. Nice, And she did sing a snippet, and it was the only English she sang. Everything else was in Gaelic. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Interesting. Okay. Julie Follows? Follows? I'm not, I'm, her last, her first name's Julie. I'm not sure what her (laughs) last name is. You can Google it. Nice. And uh, and so now, did you? Here's the big question. Right. We're all wondering about this. Did you listen to the screening in Kingston episode that didn't have you on it? I apologize. I've been really busy. I haven't gotten to <laughs> no, it, but I am. No, I, I'm dying to hear it. <laughs> it's it's interesting because I I mean I'd love to hear your opinion on um, some of the movies that we saw last yeah. week, especially A Star Is Born, just because. Somehow, and this is the way the world is these days, when we go to see a movie called Fahrenheit 11.9, the most divisive film we saw is still A Star is Born. <laughs> that's why I wanted to listen, where punches yeah. thrown. <laughs> yeah, I know, punches are being thrown. <laughs> but again, that just, that's just the way we are now. Yeah. Um, but I, I am very interested to see what you think, because I thought Wendy and I were having a very interesting discussion yeah. where I think we felt both very differently about the film, mm-hmm. and I'd love to get your opinion on it. Um, I, I definitely want to see yeah. it, because there's a lot of buzz. Yeah, go check it out. Go check it yeah. out. It's definitely something that is worth seeing. It's just a matter of in what capacity. And right, how right. Good it is. How am I going to weigh in on the, the dialogue? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Um, so we're uh, today's episode. We have some fan questions yes. to kick off. Again, we have four questions from fans. Thank you again to everyone who submits questions. Well, I would say three questions from fans. The last question is a question mark. We don't know if this person's a fan, but we'll get to that <laughs> one. We're leaving it for last for a reason. Um, then we're going to talk about some New York Comic Con news. Uh, you've already admitted that you're, this isn't exactly your jam when it comes no. to exactly what we're talking about, but you will have comments and feelings about it anyway. I have big feelings about everything, so Great. I'm sure I'll have big feelings Great. about that. We just didn't get to it last week. Wendy and I were going to cover it, but we talked so about so many movies that we had Venom, to, right? You know, Venom. We talked about Venom. Um, <laughs> But today, we only talk about the one movie. We're talking yeah. Crazy Rich Asians. That will be our review. That's going to come about halfway through the show. And then we'll end off with an extra long edition of Not a Great Plan because everyone missed it last week. So we, got a lot, we got a lot of headlines. Okay, so let's start with fan questions. First of all, Chris, friend of the show, uh, writes again, If you had to choose one type of movie to watch for the rest of your life, what type of would you pick? Then Chris gave some examples. Romance, superhero, drama, comedy, period, piece, sci-fi, etc. Can you answer first? So (laughs) my answer is one that you're definitely not going to have because I'm picking superhero because the most variety 
of all the genres exists in superhero movie. You you get an action movie, you get horror, you get comedy, you like Thor Ragnarok, straight up comedy. Captain America Civil War, epic action adventure. Tim Burton's Batman's, who knows? Yeah. Right? It's just you get the, the so much variety where you get three or four different types of Batmans and you're seeing different types of movies. So I would pick superhero. I mean, that is a good kind of deserted island pick. Yeah. Like I get where you're, I get where you're coming from. What would I pick? I wanna say like I'm leaning towards comedy. Okay. Yeah. I but a fair pick. Um, comedy's not necessarily my favorite genre, but I feel like if I can only watch one type of movie for the rest of my life, comedy would probably be a safe pick. Because, you know, if you're, like, in a super bad mood mm-hmm. and you can only watch horror movies for the rest of your life, probably not, like, a great thing. So I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm leaning towards comedy. Yeah, that's my answer. Comedies at least can be quite different. I mean, it makes you laugh in different ways. And yeah. It's kind of the the good of it like there's different types of comedies where i feel like horror movies even dramas action adventure like it's too much the same thing there is a formula that seems to work whereas i think you can find humor in different types of humor well dark humor yeah yeah that's why i I think i'm gonna stick with comedy i'm confident in that pick all right Thank you, Chris, again, for writing in. Um, Charlotte asks, uh, I haven't seen any of the movies at the screening room yet. If I can only see one, which would you suggest? So I assume Charlotte means this week. Like if there's or one ever. movie or like ever, <laughs> if there's one movie this week um, from from look, I mean, there's a lot of what we've reviewed or covered in the last couple of weeks is still playing. there. Yeah. Um, so if, anyway, of, of things you've even seen recently, if you had to pick one to recommend, which one should Charlotte go see? Maybe Crazy Rich Asians because it's the most recent that I saw, and I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert Spoiler for later for in my review. <laughs> I did really like it. But there are other movies that I currently, I really want to see that I haven't had a chance to see yet. So like The Wife, yep. I really want to see, but I haven't reviewed it yet. So Charlotte, I can't give you an honest answer because as I was away for the holidays, I've missed out on some of the current screening offerings. Um, but I can tell you with authority, Crazy Rich Asians is worth a see. Um, I'm hoping The Wife is good. We'll see. Yeah, and I think, it, again, it, it's hard to answer this question without knowing the mood of yeah. the person going or interest because I would say, you know, the one that is most current is Fahrenheit 11.9. Like, if you're going to see one movie in the theaters now and you can't wait to see it on a streaming service or to rent it or to whatever, then I, I to me, that would be the one because I don't think you're missing anything by waiting to see one yeah. of the others. Yeah. Whereas Fahrenheit 11.9 are things that are going on right now, topical. so it's probably the most topical of, of the ones. But, I mean, you could probably make that argument for something like Black Klansman, even though it's it's a period piece. Oh, I it's forgot still, that was still... Yeah, it's still playing. And <laughs> that's that, also really good. That's another one that I would say that has a lot of to do with today. Um, but, again, if you... Yeah, if you're in the mood for a lighthearted movie, I would I would also say go see Crazy Rich Asians yeah, it because really it's... Depends. it You're just going to have a good time. Like, you, you know, it's not... It, it may not be something that you're going to miss something by not going to see it right now, but if you just want to have a good time at the movies, you can only afford to see one movie. Go to you don't one. have the time to go to others. Why not? You know, why not have fun and enjoy yourself? I might amend my answer because I know Suspiria is coming to theaters. Yeah, so very soon. The screening room very soon. Like maybe this weekend. It might be. Yeah, I can't remember if it's right before Halloween, like the twenty yeah. eighth, yeah. or it's. I feel like it's. My heart says between the 21st and the 28th. But anyways, Charlotte, if you have not seen Suspiria, go see it. I've never seen it in theaters because yeah. it's from, like, 1977. Um, I think that's going to be 
well worth a watch in theaters. Totally. Definitely. And Halloween. Cool. Well, thank you so much for the question, Charlotte. Um, Dennis uh, asks, how long is too long for a movie? <laughs> I mean, I, I've always thought that, like, a, a you know, anywhere between 90 minutes and, and just over two hours is a good length for a movie. Anything yeah. more than that's usually pretty excessive. It, it Again, it depends on the movie. I think three hours is too long for anything. Um, but, again, will I sit through a two-and-a-half-hour, three-hour-long superhero movie? Probably. Um, I would say I agree with you, 90 minutes to two hours. Yeah. But with the exception of sort of historical epics. Like Gone, historical epic. Gone with the Wind. Gone with the wind. There we go. <laughs> one, of my favorite, one of my favorite movies. Um, it's good. It's just very long. You think it's too long? Yeah. I think it could be longer. I just want well, to live. I just want to. It's so. Be- it's, it's a good movie. I just think it's long. I agree. Yeah, there is. Yeah, like um, uh, Kevin Costner's movies are always too long. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's kind of general, but yeah, I guess so. I don't he even has, think it's general. It's very specific. His has, movies, whenever he directs, like Dances with Wolves, too long. Waterworld, too long. You think Dances with Wolves is too long? Yeah, I mean, I think that was fine, but but again, like yeah, this comes back to what whatever people's interests are because I think there are some movies that don't feel its length of time. Yeah, that's that's totally true. If and you don't like Civil that, War epics, you're not no. gonna like. No, 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 and and I and I feel like it's the same with anything. I mean, I think there's that sweet spot where almost any movie is tolerable if it's ninety minutes long. Yeah, not great movies. Mm -hmm. I think once you start hitting the two hour mark, you start noticing the very great movies from the not so great movies because you sort of notice that time is starting to move slower. You get a little antsy. Yeah, a little bit. So I forget who said. I think it might have been um, uh, Hitchcock or Robert Ebert, which are two completely different people, but it's the quotes attributed to one of them. Um, A movie should never be longer. If you have to get up to go to the washroom, the movie's too long. That's what they said. You should be able to sit through the the movie without having to get up to do something. And do the movie a favor and go before the movie. Always. You know, you gotta do that. You just have to go beforehand because that also does the movie feel. Because it's not fair if you have, like, a big drink and you're, like, yeah. sitting there. Like, of course you're gonna have to go yeah. to the washroom during the movie. Like, that's just... <laughs> but I, I get their point. Like, yeah, if I it's, get like, four, yeah. four to five hours yeah. and yeah. you have to go pee, yeah. that movie's too long. That's fair. That's fair? Yeah. There you go. Um, okay, the last question, my favorite question ever... From Joyce, who do you think you are? So, fan or not fan, Joyce? That's the question. Who do you think you are? I I wish Joyce could have um, recorded the way she asked the question because that really the tone would let you know kind of what she's asking. You know what I mean? And when when it comes to typing something, whether it's on social media or whether it's on uh, email, I'm going I'm going to interpret the tone the way I want to. Yeah. So I'm going to answer it. I think. I'm Mike. I'm Mike Shepard. That's who I think I am. I think, uh, shot in the dark, could this be related to your review of uh, what, <laughs> A Star is Born? Because I compared A Star is Born to pop sensation Taylor Swift. Is that why? Uh, Joyce is the only person who can answer Listen, that Joyce. question. Listen, Joyce. Two things. First of all, um, please complete your sentence. If you have something to say, say it. We don't. We don't mind. No. You can. You can say who do you think you are. You're terrible for saying this. That was a whatever. That's fine. 
Absolutely. We, we, I want to answer and address the question, especially if I've upset someone, which maybe I have. Maybe this is a joke. I don't know. I don't want to assume. Maybe Joyce is a big T Swift and Lady Gaga fan. Maybe, and I've and two birds. You know, I, <laughs> <laughs> you know, went after Gaga, went after T Swift, and it was a whole big thing. Um, does Lady Gaga have a nickname? I don't. I think it's just okay. Gaga. Whatever. Um, second of all, um, if you have an opinion that's different than that, let let me know what it is. Yeah. Like I'd love to, I'd love to discuss it. I mean, I I stand by what I said. I I meant what I said. I I still to this day believe it. But uh, I'm happy to debate and discuss it. So please email us, send us a message, let us know what you mean by this. But I'm I'm choosing the answer. Is I think I'm Mike, movie fan, who has radio show. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Uh, I'm Taylor Curry, who is a co-host of a radio show and movie also fan. likes movies. <laughs> yeah, see, there you go. That's who we think we are. We movie, think fan. movie fans. But if it is about that comment, I'm happy to debate and discuss more. However, I need more than to go I off. I would of love that. just to unpack yeah. Joyce's question. Yeah, I, I need more. I need yeah. more than who do you think you are. That's not really anything. That's again, we we, we could be any interpretation of it. So. There you go. There's our answer. Thanks, Joyce. So that's uh, those are our fan questions. Um, Just a reminder to everyone how you can contribute. You can email us at screeningandkingston at gmail.com. You can also use the hashtag screeningandygk on any social media platform. We will just track that hashtag for any questions or comments. Or you can tag us or direct message us at screeningandkingston, uh, which is screeningandygk, our social media handle, on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. So go check that out. Um, send us more questions. Uh, Joyce, give us more information to go off of. Chris will hear from you next week. What did Chris ask last week? Uh, Chris asked um, what – it, was, it wasn't really a question. It was more a misunderstanding of our segment, Not a Great Plan. Mm. Chris wanted to know why you and I constantly will often say – that it is a good plan. We like it when we're saying it's not, which I actually did notice we did start doing. I yeah. guess because it's a bit, and to me, Tony Stark is saying not yeah. a great plan, and it's just a way for us to talk about headlines that sometimes we think are not a great plan, but sometimes yeah. we, we disagree. Yeah. Uh, Wendy actually on air suggested, why don't we add a question mark to it? Not um, a great plan. Not a great plan. plan? Uh, which I guess in your heart, Chris, there's a question mark. Yes. There's always um, a question mark. Yeah. In everything, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, moving on to uh, New York Comic Con news. There's just a couple stories that dropped that I thought uh, we could just talk about. Um, yeah. You know, see see where we go with it. We we might say nothing about this. Um, we might say a lot. Um, a couple trailers dropped, as does of any Comic Con, um, and a lot of like different things. Like it's not just superhero movies. Most people think of Comic Con, they think of superhero movies, but a lot of other big movies. Fan um, fandoms. Yeah, fans, fandoms. Fandom yeah. stuff. Quick question though: New York Comic Con bigger or smaller than the? Californian one. Well, the San Diego Comic-Con is the Comic-Con. Okay. However, I think New York over the past years has been getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Like, one of my points, I'm going to go out of order here, but CNBC reported that this year the event brought in over $100 million to the New York economy. So that's pretty significant. The fans, they love stuff, to buy stuff. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Like, I've, I've, I've said this to someone just, I was having this conversation with someone just this weekend where I said that movies and sports are still two of the biggest industries in north america just when it comes to sending money into the economy creating Mm -hmm. jobs and opportunities sponsorships and like it's you know this is this is a not no people are going to see a movie but they're going to celebrate movies and and comic books and 
they're fans of different genres. They're gonna of buy those little Funko. Sure. What are those called? You know those little little dolls that all of the movies and stuff have. They're called like Funko. They don't even look. I don't know what you're talking. About. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> listeners, if you know the name of these dolls that have like little black eyes yeah. and they're little teeny tiny, those are super popular and they're okay. very expensive. But are people buying a hundred million dollars worth of them? I guess. Probably. Well, there you go. <laughs> look at the stats. Yeah, the they're stats buying something. That, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I think it's probably next to San Diego. It's probably the next biggest one. Yeah, I would. I would guess. I mean, I'd, even Kingston has their own. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of areas do now. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so a couple trailers dropped. Um, Aquaman uh, dropped an extended trailer. The X-Men Dark Phoenix, which is the next uh, movie in the X-Men trilogy, uh, or I guess it's the fourth of this newer uh, rendition, dropped as well. And then Rocket Man, which is the Elton John um, biopic, yep. I guess, um, starring, uh, I can't remember his name, Edgerton, I think is his name. He's from... Um the Kingsman. 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 Um, he's talented. He's a talented young man. Yeah. yeah, I might be confusing with someone else. But yeah, uh, yeah, he's from Kingsman. Um, and the skiing movie. And the skiing movie. Eddie the Eagle. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, so, so he's playing a young Elton John, yeah. which looks very interesting. I mean, again, kind of, to me at least, it looks very similar to the Bohemian Rhapsody movie. I mean, they, the Queen. they may or may not be riding on the coattails yeah, of that. Of each other, yeah. I think it'd be so weird to be alive being alive while a biopic's being made of you. Yeah. Right, yeah, because Elton John's still yeah. alive. It's like when they make movies about Queen Elizabeth. And I'm <laughs> and like... she's sitting right and there. She's just, yeah, she's just, like, <laughs> yeah. chilling, being like, yeah. oh, there's another movie about me, whatever. Yeah. So I think it's... I mean, yeah, we'll see how it is. I like Elton John. His music's pretty good. I'm, I'll be interested to see whether or not the young man will be allowed to do singing, whereas in Bohemian Rhapsody, it's recordings of... Oh, oh really? It's not... That's why Sacha Baron Cohen dropped out, because he wasn't allowed to do the singing. Wow. So I'd be interested to see who's doing the singing in Rocket Man. Yeah, yeah, so would I, because I feel like it's sort of interesting to have sort of the interpretation of, of the actor trying mm-hmm. to match. Um, like uh, in Walk the Line. Yeah. They did all their own singing in that. Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix yeah. sang, yeah. And yeah. Uh, Reese Witherspoon sang as well. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Well, I didn't. I didn't know that that they were doing just recordings for. I mean, the um, movie, but again, listeners, correct me if I'm wrong, but I know the Sasha Baron Cohen was originally attached to Bohemian Rhapsody, and he's a am- phenomenal singer. As I think it goes, I mean, you can listen to him in Les Mis and other things, but um, I think he dropped out because he wasn't mm. going to be allowed to do the recordings, mm. which I think is valid. Like you sign on to a oh, project absolutely. and think it's a musical, you're gonna. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. If, as an actor, you would want to be the person singing the role, of yeah. course. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with that. Well, okay, so interesting. That's something to look, you know, for. Yeah. You know, are, are they going to be singing or lip syncing? Lip syncing. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Um, uh, now, have you seen or watched any of these other trailers, Aquaman, X Men? Do they have hold any interest to you at all? Um, the only reason why I know about Aquaman is because my mom loves the actor of aquaman okay so let's talk about that uh, <laughs> um shout out to tanya because a lot of a lot of people do like him and he he was great in um game of thrones i'm glad he's getting work yeah no that's great to see like transitioning <laughs> and, from television to movies apparently is very hard yeah so it's great that he's getting work i just think like he 
it's I don't think it's his fault. I'm not okay. Let's get we're not. Yeah, he's a beautiful man. No, it's the writing. It's the writing of the character. I would have. I have no. I haven't seen the. The movie. Well, let me tell you. Okay. <laughs> let me tell you that. It's Has he already terrible. had a st- the well, first standalone? No, no, he was in the Justice League That's, movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, which was all around just a terrible movie. But this trailer is making some of the same mistakes that I didn't like from the other movies. Like it looks like it's a little bit more well put together, but it looks just like a CGI mess, I which hate... is not. Yeah. It's not good and doesn't have to be that way. Like there's there's so many. Some of the best, best, most moment, moment. Some superhero movies are the ones that are practical and well put together. When it's just a CGI mess. I think we're some. I know CGI takes a lot of work, and I'm not poo pooing on the people, like the professionals and the experts that are doing that. Those graphics, but I don't like the turn to CGI yeah. in our modern movies. Well, it's gone too far. I think is the problem. Like a little bit of CGI is fine, and CGI helps us do a lot of things, but it's too much. I agree with you. I'm not a f- huge yeah. fan. I'd yeah. rather watch like a straight drama that doesn't have CGI yeah. over a yeah. CGI heavy movie. Yeah. My question about Aquaman is: Does he have a merman tail? No, um, he doesn't. But he does appear at the uh, near the end of the trailer in his sort of traditional Aquaman uniform that they got rid of because it was I again the I orange don't even one. Know. Yeah, like the orange one, <laughs> which. <laughs> Again, this is where it's just like I what I I'm trying to find the right way to word this so we don't get another so we Joyce don't get a, any, any in trouble. But like I, it takes it takes a very weak and insecure person to not want to wear that. That's what I'll say it, to whoever whoever it is. Who like made maybe the it, call? It, it might not be the actor's call. It might just but the entire approach to Aquaman has been like we're gonna make him cool because he's not. I Aquaman, read. I read that the comic book writers are also part of that problem. Probably. They thought that Aquaman was a little bit... He controls the ocean. Which is pretty badass. There are whales in the ocean and sharks and other scary things. He could ride a whale if he wanted to. Yeah, it would be terrifying. I hate whales. So it's just... But again, it's, it's it's this weird turn where it's like we have to get quote-unquote the manliest person possible who's a bro so this is like so cool where it's like yeah maybe that actor can do a great job with it but i don't understand what you're so afraid of he controls the sea like wouldn't it be better if he was like a nerdy marine biologist yeah that would make a lot of sense (laughs) Uh, yeah i don't know (laughs) but again yeah Anyway, so there's obviously a lot to unpack with. There's Aquaman. so much more I want to say, but I can't. <laughs> you can do some great gender analysis. Yeah, and with I mean, that you know, production. hey, like I, I totally, everyone is different, and I totally get it. But like, I would give up everything I have in my life to play Aquaman on on screen, 100. percent Any any superhero, doesn't I don't care who it is. You have superpowers for heaven's sakes. Yeah. you're automatically at the top of the food chain of everything. So I don't get what this whole approach is. And again, it might not be his fault. So I don't I don't want to just talk about the actor, but it's everyone involved creatively. Good, good for him for transitioning to a major. Yeah, great. And too bad the studios are doing what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. We'll we'll leave it at that. Um, okay, so a, a few uh, television news. I know this is a movie show, but I thought I would just bring this well, up. Well, everyone likes um, TV. Everyone likes TV. Um, so Star Trek Discovery, which is the newest uh, Star Trek show, which I have not finished the first season of, even though I'm a huge Star Trek fan, but that's another story, um, has cast a new Spock. Ethan Peck steps into the role. Um, Do I know him from anything? 
I I looked him up and I and I didn't see much uh, in terms of of a, a couple TV roles, but nothing major. Um, so that was one sort of big piece of news is that they're actually going to have another Spock, um, which is interesting. And then Doctor Who, there's a lot of news around that because it just launched, I think, a couple weeks ago. It's it's a new season with its first ever female Doctor. So and apparently, it's some of the best ratings they've had yeah. in years. Well, the, I. Again, I I, have, I don't watch Doctor Who. Neither do I. But I've seen little clips and little bits and pieces. I think I've seen little bits of episodes here and there. And uh, a lot of the trailers actually looked kind of good. Like, I got, was kind of into it for the first yeah. time. Like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Like, it looks good. I know of Doctor Who because I'm on Tumblr. Yeah. So, like, okay, so, you yeah. know, I know of it <laughs> and around it. I'm sure I'm going to see lots of gifts of the female Doctors. Yeah. Already Tumblr is yeah. abuzz with yeah. this new Doctor. But, yeah, I think it's great, you know. If it's reviving the series. Yeah. Not that the series ever needs to be revived. No, apparently it's had quite the run since it came back from its huge hiatus. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, good for Doctor Who and yeah. Doctor Who fans. Yeah. Uh, any? Do you have any interest at all or background at all when it comes to Star Trek? Or do you stay away from that? I've not one that I'm familiar with. Space. It happens in space. Y- well, yes. Yeah, <laughs> and it's different from Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are similarities, but it's it's they're completely different genres, and it's different than Battlestar Galactica. Oh yes. So that's I know those are three separate franchises, very much so, and they all happen in space. Yeah. So that's our Comic Con news. Those are just a couple things that I thought were interesting. I thought the stats was interesting about how much money. That's a lot of money. Yeah, some interesting trailers coming out. Um, We're gonna move on now and uh, talk about Crazy Rich Asians, which we both saw and have hinted and alluded to mm-hmm. our thoughts so um let's begin where, yeah. where do you want to begin uh, about this movie do you want to kind of give some overall thoughts and then we'll dive into it well i if listeners remember um some of the buzz about juliet naked was that it's supposed to be the rom-com as it should be in 2018 and i think that crazy rich asians is the rom-com as it should be in 2018. So in a comparison, you think this one, this is the Crazy Rich Asians better? (sighs) Leaps and bounds Mm. compared to Juliet Naked. Like, it's everything you want in a rom-com. Beautiful people. Lots of money. (laughs) Ethan Hawke's not in it. (laughs) Ethan Hawke isn't in it. Um, And, like, truly funny. Like, I was, like, notably laughing Mm -hmm. in this one as opposed to Juliet Naked. You do the kind of, like, the the under-the-breath, like... (sighs) like breathy <laughs> laugh i was really laughing in this one so um i liked it thought it was good thought it was great yeah i, I also pretty much enjoyed the movie yeah. i mean i i do think that first and foremost i i will agree with you that i thought it was genuinely funny mm-hmm. which is something that a lot of rom-coms i don't think do comedy in in this like they're kind of trying too hard yeah they're trying too hard with the here's the one-liner or in Mm -hmm. a lot of romantic comedies you know it's i don't it's not like situational comedy but it's all built around the premise whereas i felt this was like a relatively serious premise but then built absurdity around it um one of the things i will say because i want to dive into a couple things first of all i want to talk about the two leads so the Got two, it. the two, the two. Constance leads. Wu, is she the female lead? Did I say her name even remotely? No, I, I think so. Constance Wu. Yeah, j- yeah. Well, you gave me a look when I said her name. No, like. no, I, I was, <laughs> I was also making sure that's who it is. But yeah, it, 
the two mainly as characters. I mean, Got the it. actors are what they are, but I mean, I, I, I the the person. <laughs> No, I'm not going to tell the story. Never mind. Um, I, might, I might edit this out later. I don't know. Um, but so, um, you know, I thought they were okay, but I thought the strength of the movie was kind of everybody else. Like Fair. I, I kind of came out of it being like, I kind of want to know more of the siblings though, and the cousins, and like this extended family. Like I only got little snippets mm-hmm. of these kind of ridiculous characters that I just wanted more of because I felt. On its own, and I know there's going to be sequels, so that's why I'm reserving judgment. But on its own, if we were only left with this one movie, I'd be kind of like, that was random. Like, that was very random to give I us don't, all this. Don't even, I don't even remember being introduced to the siblings. You met. Like, as children. sister, I think. And then, or his cousins. You definitely meet cousins. But you definitely I, meet cousins, yeah. I think I, he's he supposed a to have, sister. I think he has a sister and maybe a brother. Yeah. And, I, I don't know. It, the whole family is so close yes, anyway. The yes. cousins are basically siblings. Yeah, 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 yeah for yeah. sure. Yeah. So yeah. I think that, like, I I wanted to know a little bit more of that. Um, and I thought that the weakness of this was in the lack of experience of the the prince, the two sort of principal characters. I, I just didn't think they were strong enough of actors to kind of compete with some of the world-class actors they had. Like, Michelle Yeoh is who was the mother right. incredible like she's been around a long time she's acted in a million things like is one of the better actors i think mm-hmm. of the, right now right so you know i think that's hard i think it's hard for anyone to compete with that i just I, the story i was going to tell that i've now decided to tell is that uh <laughs> someone next to me leaned over about the lead, i can't remember the lead actor's name but the, right the i know i don't recognize um, him no because it, it, apparently like he was a travel agent before this and that's what she said she said oh uh, he was a he was a travel agent before before this and I leaned back and was like yeah you can tell <laughs> which I don't think was the reaction she was more like wow no yeah and I was more like agent. I was more like yeah because he if you pay attention to that movie he has the same facial expression the entire time but that's not his fault if it's his first movie like he did a great job for what it was but you could to me it was pretty clear that when you put Ken Jung and you put Michelle Yeoh and even Aquafina next to him he kind of looks like a stump when it comes to acting, like it just doesn't work. I guess I was just like, yeah, he's a rich guy. Yeah. Oh no. He, <laughs> don't get me wrong. Believable. Believable. Yeah, I'm just like that's yeah. how rich people are. Wah, wah. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I don't, I don't actually know any like yeah. real rich people. I don't know anyone. That rich. <laughs> so I just assume. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's that's what a rich guy would look like. Yeah, and I I totally agree with you. Like, I thought they overall, I enjoyed the movie. It was a good time. Yeah. I think that it was... I thought it was very cool to see a glimpse of another culture mm-hmm. in a lot of ways where you... I, I really liked... My favorite scene is... Um, this isn't a spoiler, but when they are, they are sitting down um, and I can't remember what they're doing, but they're cooking or they're making something. Dumplings. The dumplings, yes. They're making the dumplings. And you kind of have three different generations kind of mm-hmm. sitting there and talking and they're telling stories and stuff. That was my favorite part of the movie because yeah. it gave a lot of insight that I didn't know. Um but yeah, I mean, definitely, overall, a good movie. I did think the plot was not anything you wouldn't recognize. Like, there's a movie called The Proposal that has almost the same plot, so it's pretty much... With Sandra Bullock. Yeah, it's... Also, Tanya, if you're listening, my mom, one of her favorite movies. <laughs> she watches it. I don't hate that movie. A lot. I don't um, hate that movie. But it's pretty much, this, like, it's like, you know, guy, guy meets girl, brings girl back home, didn't tell her he was rich, 
uh, family hates girl. Like, it's just, it, it is a story that's been out there. I saw a good way of describing it. It's called, like, Meet the Parents. Yeah. It's like the Meet the Parents yeah. trope. Yeah. I thought this one did it a little bit better because I remember growing up watching a lot of American rom-coms mm. where, like, the couple has never met the parents before. <laughs> and I think... And they've been together for a long time. Yeah, and yeah. I thought, like, you're only meeting the parents yeah. at an engagement weekend or yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought, that is so weird. Are Canadians just different more social i don't know but anyway so i was very confused growing up with yeah. that trope yeah and i thought this one made a little bit more sense in the sense that like oh his parents are in like across like Definitely. across the world so yeah, of course why would she meet of course really? she has it yeah, yeah. but again i turned to a girlfriend that i was watching the movie with and i'm like she really didn't know that he's like a billionaire how do you hide that what was his job in new york especially when it's it's a modern movie and she does have access to google and social media yeah and and we see at the beginning how fast news travels and stuff that was definitely a hole where it doesn't make sense well you're just like but rom-coms operate in a different universe right so you're just kind of like yeah whatever i totally agree and that's why you know when comparing this to other movies you've got to put movies in the area they belong in. Yep, and genre so, analysis. Yeah, exactly. Crazy Rich Asians is a romantic comedy that is never going to be what insert movie is. Like whatever yeah. you want to, you know, whatever this movie is, Moonlight or Manchester uh, by the Manchester Sea, by the sea <laughs> or The Wife even. Like yeah. they're different types of films. So when I go to see it, like I've, I've repeated this, but I'm going to keep repeating for people like Joyce and Chris and others out there. Um, I want Crazy Rich Asians to be the best possible version of itself it can be. And yeah. I thought it was. Like, it was pretty close. Like, it, I have my problems with it, but they're pretty much just, oh, well, these actors aren't that, you know, lead actors aren't yeah. that great. But, oh, wow. Like, every single moment when sitting in the theater, when someone came out and I was like, oh, that was a terrible line read. The next second, there was an amazing actor on stage. So, it was like, whatever. Like, it, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, I just kind of moved on. So, yeah, I also, I, I really like it, too. And I should note that one of the girls I saw it with, that was the second time she had seen it in theaters. She liked it so much, she went and saw it again. So that's a pretty good review of the movie. Oh, I, I know people who will see this multiple times. Absolutely. I'm just, I'm always, I've never seen a movie more than once in theaters. Really? But I'm cheap. <laughs> I'll wait. <laughs> uh, superhero movies and Star Wars, I see usually anywhere between three and six times. Wow, in, in theaters. Theater. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right. Um, okay, so uh, your your rating, I can guess it, but see it, see it, see it in theaters, I and agree. on an airplane, see it for sure, and on TV, yeah. and okay. that's a little excessive. I'd say go <laughs> once and then move on with your life, uh, but but again, that's just me. Fair enough. My rating is see it once and then move on with your life because I mean whatever. Um, I mean it, again, it, it. I think I really do believe it's going to make more of a cultural impact for Hollywood in a positive way then mm-hmm. the, then again the movie's going to make like just theatrically and, and art art wise i think that hollywood has had this prejudice that i definitely don't have where if you're not a white male you can't direct a movie yeah. you can't open a movie big and crazy rich asians just like wonder woman just like black panther have continuously proven that wrong where you can open a movie so long as it's good yeah. Or at least decent. Yeah. You know, like that's the thing. Like so long as you can market it well and there's an audience for it and you create a good product, then there's there's an audience there. I for mean, it. we didn't even talk about it, but this is the first full 
Asian mm-hmm. cast since oh I forget the name of it the Joy Luck Club Joy I don't think I've seen that it came out in the 90s and it was like the first because I was going to say Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon but I think that was is that not was it not produced it might have been it's produced not a China. North American movie no. no but it just came here for yeah. a big release so yeah, this is like right. the first North American yeah. since like the 90s yeah. And so we didn't even get a chance to talk about that. But that in yeah. itself, it's it's great. But it's one of those things where, like, you don't even – I think the movie is good even – even how can I phrase this? Well, the movie goes beyond any trope you could have. Yeah, the like cultural it, con. Yeah, and, no, yeah. yeah it, you, this movie is well-written, well-created, and it goes beyond that. It's worth seeing though, just yeah. as a rom-com. Absolutely. As yeah. well as, like, as a cultural as well marker. As a cultural marker, yeah. So yeah. anyways – no, I think, and I think really that great. pays compliment to it as a film. Yeah, right? that yeah. You're, you're paying a compliment to it as a movie, and you know, I know there's going to be sequels, and I'm sure they will not be great because usually sequels of this type of thing just goes downhill from here. But I maybe mean, we'll be surprised. Sequels are always hit or miss. Hit or miss, no, no matter what genre. Yeah. No, oh, definitely for sure. Yeah. Okay, so uh, that's that's it. We both say see it. Yeah, uh, it, 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 Crazy Rich Asians has been out for a while, so I'm sure a lot of people have seen yeah. it. Uh, but if you haven't or would like to go again, head down to the screening room, check it out. It's playing now. Uh, lots of great options, though, of movies that are playing. It's there. a good month. Great month for movies. Yeah, I've been, I've been very surprised with it. Even though some of my ratings have been like stream it or whatever, that doesn't mean they're not enjoyable. They're still. Yeah. Lots of great things to, to get out of the movie. But that's right the problem. Now. When there's so much good stuff, yeah. you kind of have to pick and choose. Totally. Yeah. yeah. But this, I would definitely say, of everything that's playing at the screen room right now, this is one of the better ones. Yeah, right up there, it. for sure. So, Okay. So now we're going to uh, we're gonna return to a segment that made a... Well, we had to skip a week because we were a little long last week. But we've got an extra long version Ooh. of the segment. Uh, and I created a little intro for it. That I was working on uh, on the weekend and today. I don't think it's ready and I don't think it worked well, but we're going to go with the <laughs> intro anyway. So uh, let's go. Can't in. wait to hear it. Yeah, let's go into the intro uh, for Not a Great Plan. It's time for everyone's favorite segment, beloved by every single listener Not a Great Plan. Let's do a head count here. Your brother, the demigod. A super soldier, living legend who kind of lives up to the legend. A man with breathtaking anger management issues, a couple of master assassins, and you, big fella. You've managed to piss off every single one of them. That was the plan. Not a great plan. That's right, it's not a great plan where we take a look at headlines in current movie news and see what Tony Stark thinks of them. Here's our first headline. They're making a Barbie movie. Margot Robbie and Patty Jenkins attached. Not a great plan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so what I do don't, you think about that? I think, when I think Barbie movie, I think that uh, Tyra Banks living, the, she becomes a Barbie in real life, and Lindsay Lohan was in it. I forget the name of oh, it, geez, but that's the movie I think is. of. Okay. <laughs> All I think of when they say this is, is are we getting a toy story level of quality of film or are we getting like first of all i don't even know if it's animated or not um or are we getting um you know the emoji movie i know are we getting what are we getting i cannot i just automatically assume that margot robbie because she kind of looks like barbie and like she's beautiful 
I just assume that she's going to be Barbie live action. But I have a, I have <laughs> I mean, a politically that's... charged question for you. Okay. Um, people are okay with this? Like people like Barbie is still a thing. I don't know. Like I'm just that. They recently asking. went. They kind of rebranded in the recent years and made more body inclusivity models. Okay. So they so there's like a new line of Ken and Barbie dolls, and they're different sizes, right. and they have different hair and skin color. Okay. Um, but I also don't know like a lot of small children, so I don't. I can't tell you whether or not yeah. people are actually buying Barbie. Well, I know there was. I know there was like a Netflix or I don't know if it was Netflix produced, but it was on Netflix. There was some sort of Barbie TV show or something. That There's happened. always lots of straight to video okay. Barbie movies. There's like Barbie ballerina, Barbie fairy, blah, 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 blah. It's just one of those things that like doesn't sound like a great plan. But again, Margot Robbie, great actor. Lover. Patty Jenkins, great director. Like that's the director of Wonder Woman plus many other things. So, huh. you know, that's. To me, that's an, that's a combo. I'm I'm interested in seeing something out of. It's just if, the, if someone was like, "Oh, Margot Robbie and Patty Jenkins are teaming up for a movie," my first instinct would have been like, "Well, they're obviously doing a Barbie movie." Like that, just I would never have even thought that. I just wonder again when it's like Barbie movie. Is Margot Robbie the Barbie, or is it going to be like a biopic about the creation, the creation of Barbie? Of Barbie? Yeah, that, that would be interesting. That would, that would be interesting. That would be very interesting. Um, but I just don't. I have no information. <laughs> This one I don't know because there was that biopic that came out that no one knew about. I don't know if it's even out yet because it really flew under the radar. But it was about the person who wrote and originally came up with the concept of Wonder Woman, and they were in a polyamorous relationship. Yeah, yeah, and about and, about, and again, like that type of in, like that's interesting, and that that's kind of an interesting thing to look at. I don't know if Barbie has that same story behind it, but anyway, more more to come. More to come. All right. James Bond will never be a woman, claims producer. Not a great plan. Next James Bond could be Game of Thrones star Richard Madden. Not a great plan. Okay, two James Bond things. I mean, the first one, okay, two thoughts. First of all, why are you saying this? And second of all, okay, good. And... (laughs) I think the producer's last name is Broccoli, as a side note, which I think just okay. makes it <laughs> side, all side makes it all the better. I that mean, headline. My whole point is, if you want to do a, a spy movie with a, with an action hero and you want it to to be female, then just don't name it James Bond. Like, why do you have to take the brand of James Bond? Then I think we've proven recently that that does not work. Just create your own unique movie. And stop worrying about whether or not people will accept it. I'm kind of just, I don't know. I'm just sort of sick of this attitude of like that's been completely disproven several times, but still Hollywood hasn't learned a thing. And producers are like, well, we got to attach the name James Bond to it and we got to make a female Bond to be uh, inclusive and, and feminism. You know, now feminism. Uh, no, it, it's better to create a new thing. Like I went and saw Atomic Blonde. It wasn't that good of a movie, but at least, like, again, at least they were trying. Yeah. I, I admired the fact that they were like, we're going to take Charlie's Theron. We're going to do an action adventure, a female-led action adventure movie. It's going to be this and this and this. They didn't call it Mission Impossible, whatever, yeah. right? Like, they didn't, you know, they, they're they're just trying to grab a brand, or someone is, and now this producer being like, well, it'll never, it'll never be a woman. What? First of all, it shouldn't be to begin with. You should just go and do something else. But also, why are you saying this? Like, are, like, that's just to get clickbait and a soundbite. Of course, people are going to have a problem with you saying yeah. that. I mean, I'm definitely, I agree with you. I think 
um, like give female directors and producers more credit by making by allowing us to tell our own stories. Totally, I think women are maybe I'm biased because I'm a lady, but I think we have amazing stories to tell and i don't think we need james bond as the narrative frame to tell those stories maybe that's unpopular maybe there's a little girl um who wants to see james bond as a woman i i I don't know but wouldn't that wouldn't that person be satisfied with here's this spy who's female who does james bond likes things but it's not attached to that universe yeah i don't i don't think we need to be making uh, like quote unquote like fran like male dominated franchise um as female driven films because i think we have interesting stories enough on our own yeah. and we should be telling our own stories and i it's as if i think it's maybe a way for studios to draw they're not confident that women will go to the movies to see movies so they're always trying to they they want to be able to be like we still need males to go see these quote unquote women movies so let's use a a narrative frame that they're used to but then it ends up back but i don't know i mean i don't i'm not in studio i'm not in exec boardrooms no, when they're pitching these no. movies and if i was in those exec board meetings i would be sitting there being like um actually let's do something else i'd probably get fired for it but <laughs> i would be the voice of reason to say you don't need to do this this isn't where you need to go and so what about this uh, casting news here about the potential change um i think you're not even going with like the big game of <laughs> the, the popular the game of thrones uh, star Stark. not <laughs> that i think no. <laughs> not that i think john snow would make a good bond that actor what's his Kit name Harrington? yeah i don't i don't no. see him as bond but i also don't see this richard madden as bond there used to be rumors of idris elba being the next bond which i thought would have been great i see that but i think he's getting a little old now but yeah. still i mean you i mean how old's daniel craig <laughs> old but <laughs> but again like i think that's you know part of the issue with, with daniel craig and him i mean he wants out first of all he was a pretty good bond but he yeah wants out um but i do think yeah if you can go younger you can get more movies out of them i think i think i mean i guess richard madden is considered a-list but in my mind he's kind of a b-list actor yeah, I don't think people would recognize him just because of his name. And I also don't think he's done much since. He does, I feel like, a lot of period. Yeah. Like, I think he was in a Henry VIII bio thing for Netflix. But again, mm-hmm. I could be completely wrong. That's what I kind of see him as. Maybe I'm not. I'm being unjust. Well, and maybe this will be his big break. If he is James Bond. Again, it's just a rumor. but if, Complete rumor. Know, if he is, that might be his moment to shine. Lots of rumors yeah. these days. Okay. What's the next headline? Um, John Carpenter has pretty harsh words for Dwayne Johnson's big trouble in Little China. Not a great plan. Okay, you have some thoughts on this. Well, I love Big Trouble in Little China, so I don't think they should touch this movie, Mm -hmm. which is considered a cult classic by many. Um, One of John Carpenter's... um, His main contention with uh, Dwayne even deciding to make this movie was that... They don't, his words were, they don't give a shit about me or my movie. They just picked a random title and attached The Rock to it, was essentially his <laughs> argument. And he said this movie was a box office fa- failure the first time around. So they literally picked, they picked a random title just to attach a famous name to the project. Um, so that's why he's angry <laughs> that The Rock is, um, I guess not angry, but essentially he was saying, leave 
leave these movies alone. It wasn't even successful the first time. So, And he's been burned a bunch of times with people remaking his movies mm. and them not doing great. Right. Um, and it looks like it might not be a remake, but like a continuation or like a sequel, which is kind of what the studios are leaning towards now. Mm. They're not like... They're not even adaptations anymore. They're kind of like a continuation of the universe. Not a total remake, but sort of a revisiting plus sort of a sequel. Kind yeah. Of. Yeah. So anyways, I am, I guess, a purist in a lot of ways. And I think I don't like when studios try to remake these quote unquote classics. I mean, John Carpenter doesn't even consider this a classic, but mm. in a lot of circles, it is like a cult classic yeah. and it's weird and it's quirky and it's fun and... um. I don't think I don't need to see Dwayne Johnson in it. It'd be like it's when there's always buzz about remaking Escape from New York. Like we don't need another Escape from New York movie. <laughs> it's good as it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of go for something original, tell yeah. an original story. Um, I'm I'm fine with sequels if they could be pulled off well, but revisiting something that's was done so long ago and doing one of these weird like you know sort of sequel and spirit but kind of a continuation kind of a revamping yeah i'm not a big fan either yeah we'll see we'll see what happens yeah. again these things are always in production for a yeah. million years i might sound like a great plan <laughs> i might forget about it even before it comes out okay what's the next headline and they wouldn't and they say it wouldn't last pete davidson and Ari ariana grande have broken up not a great plan okay so who are they <laughs> so um Pete Davidson is one of the youngest SNL stars. Okay. Um, and Ariana Grande is a pop singer. So this isn't movie related. It's just kind of entertainment news. But they made the news because they started dating in the summer. A week later, they got engaged. And then they're now broken up. And I think on their second date, they got tattoos of each other on their bodies. Now that <laughs> so, sounds like not a great yeah. plan. <laughs> so it's, I mean, it's a good plan that they broke up. <laughs> <laughs> well, but the, you were, the quote there says that people weren't surprised? Yeah, because they got together so quickly. Oh, I see. So it was like it like... was within weeks of like breaking up with uh, former. And then Ariana Grande was in the news recently because her um, ex-boyfriend uh, overdosed and passed away. Mm -hmm. So anyways, it's just kind of everyone was just kind of like, oh, of course, like. Right, right. We had two people who were doomed from the start. Yeah, they were, you know, break up, someone passing away, they were mourning, they kind of felt comfort in each other, and maybe, yeah. It's crazy to, I don't know, I'm a romantic, and even I think it's crazy to get engaged after a week. <laughs> no, I, de I definitely think it takes longer than a week to get to know somebody. Yeah. For sure. yeah so, anyways, sure. that's why the. But that's a buzz. That's, okay. that's big Instagram news. There you go. Big yeah. Instagram news yeah. being covered right here on Screening at Kingston. <laughs> Get in a yeah. fresh, guys. <laughs> All right. What's the uh, next headline? Original Aladdin screenwriter isn't happy about lack of compensation for live action remake. Not a great plan. So this is really interesting because you were telling uh, me off air that um, – the, the writers of these original movies that are all getting remade because there was Beauty and the Beast and Cinderella yeah. from a little while ago. Um, even when direct texts are being used from those original movies, they're not getting paid or compensated no. at all for this. The the article I read said that the writer of Aladdin didn't even get a pass to Disneyland. Not a great plan. 
They, he, he's like, if you're not going to pay me. You can't even give him a pass to <laughs> Disneyland? That's ridiculous. So I can't go into um, specifics because I don't know um, kind of the representation um, that screenwriters receive. But essentially, because they wrote the screenplay for an animated movie, they're not represented the same way as someone who wrote a live-action movie. And they so they only get what's negotiated at time of the first contract so you know in the 90s when they signed these contracts people weren't even conceit like they weren't even thinking about no, live action no, remakes no. so now these people are essentially being swindled out of their creative work yeah which isn't right like you should you should at least be able to offer them something even passes if it's to not, Disneyland. yeah passes to Disneyland. but <laughs> even if it's just like listen we're going to credit you as the original story and we're going to pay you a per diem of blah 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 or not per yeah. diem, that was the wrong word but you know what i mean like yeah. an honorarium or something to just you know give them something but yeah that's not right if if people especially if you're taking the words they use if you're taking direct text which like even both beauty and the beast and Cinderella did for sure do that. And then there was the Jungle Book movie as well. Yeah. Um, they they did take lines directly, like quote for quote, line for line out of that. And so now we're getting we're getting Aladdin, we're getting Dumbo, we're getting Mulan. Well, I even wonder who's getting um who the people who wrote the this the scores and the songs, are they being compensated now that the songs are being reused? They should be. Maybe they're negotiated under a different contract because they're um, music people. Yeah. But anyways, I mean, I'm sure they are. And and usually, how music works is your you you know you have to buy the rights. So it all depends on who has the rights to the music. If the filmmakers or Disney has the rights to all the songs, or if still some of that falls to the artist. I would imagine Disney has all that in their yeah. catalog, like it's all under them. So the artists are at least musically now. If you go and buy a CD of Disney stuff, the artists do still get a portion royalties. of that money. Yeah, so I, I assume royalties are being paid, but that's that's not great if if the original writers of the, the animated movies aren't really getting compensated or anything for their scripts essentially being taken and, and readapted. I also am not a fan of these quote unquote live action remakes, anyways. I think personally, I think they're one and a half for three of the three I've seen. Like, I thought Jungle Book was very good. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Um, I think Cinderella was the half for me. Yeah. It was, it was part of it was okay. I did not like Beauty and the Beast. Hated Beauty and so the Beast. So I think they're kind of one and a half for three. What was with that extra scene in Paris? That... <laughs> Everyone loves the plague. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> whatever. Um, cool. <laughs> Johnny Depp has opened up about Fantastic Beasts dealing with Flack for casting him. Not a great plan. Okay, let's talk about that. So, yeah, I mean, there's been quite a bit of flack for casting him even since uh, the first Fantastic Beast movie when the reveal happened at the end. There Sorry, was a lot of outcry. Alert. Um, there was a lot of outcry about this, yeah. Yeah, because um, he has been um, accused of assaulting his ex-wife, Amanda Heard, I believe is her last name. She's a model and actress. Mm -hmm. um, and so they kind of settled in court and the... The ruling was, you know, believe who you want to believe, essentially, was the ruling. Both parties have have kept their own side of the story. So anyway, so that's the controversy is that um, Johnny Depp is 
an accused abuser and he also has recently like punched people on set of different movies so anyways he has a lot of legal problems right now sorry i don't mean to laugh it's just the way you frame that <laughs> i got i got lost in the comedy of, of how you were framing it as opposed to the content it's it's not funny at all but this yeah, if you, you don't laugh that, you cry the, yeah punch um, people yeah no and i and i think that that's fair i think it's fair when you are in the middle of something that's that divisive and like you're saying from the court ruling is like it's believe who you want to believe yeah it's obviously going to split people because that's how they chose to leave it which is a weird thing in the legal system but i guess um and then yeah if he's been behaving in a manner that's really unprofessional and kind of hurtful to other people well if you in movies like physically yeah, yeah if you're physically punch getting someone. punched in the face like that's not <laughs> you know those aren't good so i, I no. definitely understand that and um the article goes into um talking about how jk rowling's actually um has defended the casting of johnny depp and so he kind of says like oh well like jk believes me so you know she doesn't deserve all of this backlash because i'm the one who's in the right so he's kind of making more controversy and like hey everyone is entitled to their own opinion and and in this particular case it's hard because you got a court ruling that's indecisive people are going to be split on it you've got two people saying two different things it's kind of hard but again how would you not expect of course this would happen like yeah. of course the, it would be divisive because you it's in a divisive state like why would johnny depp or the studio think oh no this will be fine people will just get over it I mean, it hasn't been resolved. Why, uh, why would you? It's such you know? a. It's you know, people know people love Johnny Depp. Like he's a character actor, and he's become larger than life. And he 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 used to be very good. Yeah, and I agree now with you. He's kind of a clown. He's become like frankly. a meme of himself. Yeah, he, like his his recent filmography has been terrible. So I think they could have gotten a different actor, and it would yeah, have been. They just frankly um colin farrell was doing a fantastic job in that movie one of the redeeming qualities of that movie i don't understand why they had to go that route he was great yeah i know i i haven't seen the films i'm not like a harry potter head mm. but i know um i know enough about the film to know yeah. that there's a big reveal yes, there and is, that yeah. um spoiler alert but. but also i remember reading a lot of fan ideas being like well why if he mm. was kind of quote-unquote under disguise why couldn't they just get colin farrell to yeah. play him in all the other movies which i agree i don't really understand the big yeah, I don't know. the big reveal but again you know it, it comes down to maybe jk rowling really likes him as a performer and the director yeah. uh who i think they need to replace um maybe likes him too i don't know i mean i i don't know what goes into that decision but it is very interesting that you know it is a very divisive thing and i'm i mean he's speaking about it i want to look this up actually and yeah. learn a little bit more about what he said and and kind of the thoughts on it but yeah oh that's that's super tough i think people are gonna go because people love harry potter so much they're yeah. gonna see the movies regardless yeah. of who's in oh, it I'm, I'm it's one of those things where it's well. people set their politics aside for well entertainment and, and again it's it's hard because it gets into the question uh, as to you know what does that mean can you go yeah. see a movie and enjoy it even though you know the person may have done something he has and baggage has baggage like again how much can you keep that in your mind i don't know i don't know the yeah. answer to that it's very interesting unfortunately we're out of time actually we had more uh ready but unfortunately we are out of time um so we have to close off today's episode um thank you everybody for for tuning in we will be back again next week um 
I guess we always leave you with go see some movies. Go see some movies. Get out there. Charlotte. Charlotte. That's her name, right? Charlotte. <laughs> definitely so. go see yeah. some movies. Go see some movies. Um, have a have a great week, everyone. Uh, this has been Screening in Kingston on CFRC 1019 after. Kingston.